What's up, Cam? Hello? Yep, you hear me? Yeah, you hear, man? You good? Yeah. All right, man. Well, let's let's start it off. Welcome, everybody. This is uh, Derek Wilder uh, from Detroit Chess Killers Podcast. I'm on here with another one of my close friends, Carmen Tolliver. And today we're going to talk about the Queen's Gambit show, the TV series. Where do we think we rank? Where do we rank it when it comes to all the... Uh, and uh documentaries and was it biased we just want to give us our honest opinion so uh cam i know you watched the show and you had made a uh, post and the facebook group about it giving your pros and cons so the people who didn't uh get a chance to see that post you know tell me your opinion of the show uh well i mean i think it's a really good show uh, and the reason why is it's not just about chess you know, like, usually chess movies are just, it's all about the chess, you know. There might be some kind of backstory behind it, you know, like, uh, you know. But it's not like a really in-depth background story, you know. It's mostly about, you know, trying to win or, you know. This movie, um, or this TV series, it has a lot behind it, you know. And as, like, a chess player, you know, when you see a, a show like this, you always look for like the chess, like you always like pay attention to the chess stuff, but like the actual like story actually really, um, really draws you in. I think that's why it's so popular. Um, so like, for example, um, like addiction, like she's addicted to like these pills at the start, uh, spoilers right away. Um, uh, she picks up these pills when she's younger that they give them to the kids in the orphanage home. Um, and she keeps she keeps being addicted to him, you know, as she grows up, you know. She has to fight these addictions and um chess is kinda thrown in there, you know. So there's a lot of angles where you can come from from this this T V series. Um you know, she deals with a lot of like loneliness and um having like choose her friends and you know, growing up, she's growing up, she's you know, starting to be a woman, so she has to deal with that. It's a very cool story. Um, yeah, definitely a must-watch. Okay, so let me let me break it down. Like, me and you, I know, like, if you don't know our background, we're from Detroit. I've played in, like, Scholastic Chess since I was, like, eight. I know you played in Scholastic Chess. How does it relate I mean, like, watching it as a chess player, how can you sit back and be like, you know what, I can relate to that, or I've experienced that. I mean, what's the relatability from the show to actual over-the-board chess? So I knew the show was real when she went to the tournament. I think she, she did the Simon the first time when she was a little kid. And they all, yeah. had, they, they all had different boards. Like, that's when I knew that this show was realistic, because one guy had a board, like, one of his pieces or you know, different colors and one guy had a small board one guy had a big board you know same thing like in the tournament like you go to a tournament and like one guy buys some like pink pink pieces some blue like I don't know how people play on those sets but you know some guy had, you know wooden boards vinyl I mean it's, it was different and, and like, like that's when I knew that alright they really put some effort into like making this detail you know and then when she went to the tournament the first time like her first tournament she's like Oh, why do I got to play in the beginner section? You know, I'm pretty good. And, um, right. So, yeah, that, that too, like, 
having different sections for tournaments, you know, like, you know, just walk into a tournament and say, all right, all right, I'm just going to, I'm just going to play the best guys, you know, you, you know, you got to stay in your section for the most part, you know, unless you want to fork out some more money, you know, and that's when I knew that, uh, yeah, this show is pretty real, realistic. As far as, like, pitching defense goes. Uh, I mean, far as, like, when it comes to me, when it was kind of relatable to me is coming up playing chess as a uh, adolescent young boy, you know, losing to a girl, you know what I'm saying? As I'm older, yeah. you know, that kind of, you know, rub, you know what I'm saying? Because then nobody want to be the person to lose, you know, especially when you're a kid coming up to a female uh, chess player in your younger days. To, uh, I related that because I've lost to like Stacy, Ashley Carter, females like that. Let me ask you another question, though. Do you believe, and I'm not tearing down the show because I think it's a great show. It's giving, you know, chess uh, a lot of exposure. Do you think the reason that a lot of people are watching the show and it's doing so good because we're in this COVID era where a lot of people can't go out, so they have nothing to do but to watch TV? You know, I think it's the opposite thinking. Like, if with the with the COVID going on, like you would think that people have a lot more options to watch stuff. Like, all right, Netflix, Hulu, regular TV. Like, I think it's actually the opposite. Like, you know, back before COVID, like people are really, I think more. You know, on, how do I say this? Like, more or less selective about what they watch. You know, right. But I think what you know, everybody turned into online media, and a lot of people have a lot more time, to like watch TV or watch um, Netflix. You know, why, why, why watch uh, Queen's Gambit when you can watch like Tiger King or something? You know. So I think there's like an actual draw, you know, to the actual story. I think it's just popular because everybody like can get something out of it, you know. And it's kind of like what I said in my post was like it's a perfect story for this time because like everybody needs somebody right now, you know, and the, and the story True. is basically like, you know, getting your friends together and, you know, dealing with different relationships and eventually everybody coming together to help, you know, help her win a championship or help her, be, help, her <laughs> help her beat um that Russian, the Russian champion or whatever, you know, it's kind of like, you know, and like dealing with like dealing with like okay. addiction and stuff, you know. We're all sitting around at home, you know. A lot of people like binge eating stuff, and it's kind of just like those pills. Like you know, a lot of people have different things that that are going on with them right now because they're staying home all the time. You know, it's kind of so different things like that. Okay, now let me ask you another question. Us coming from Detroit and having a story about a woman playing chess, especially coming up in the Detroit Scholastic Chess League. We've had some strong girls, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like yeah, Sharice sure. Wood, she was like 1900. We had the twins, Jada and Jaden. Jada and Jaden, they were 1700. We had Lauren Bradford, they were 1700. Why do you think it took so long for this show? You see what I'm saying to come out when we? I'm just saying. I know it was other cities like Chicago got girls, New York that had strong. Uh, I'm not even gonna say African American women, but just strong female chess players to get this push out in the first place. You see what I'm saying? Because somebody could do a documentary on Sharice. She's from the inner city. You see what I'm saying? So why did you think it took so long for it to get 
You, you get where I'm coming yeah, from? Yeah, I think it's the same thing. Like, um, it's just, it's it's not about, it's, it, it's almost not a chess show. Like, <laughs> this, you know, it's a lot of things about chess in the show, but, you know, it wouldn't be as popular if it was just a chess show. Let me just put it that way. Right. You know, and I think the backstory is what, what gets people in, you know, like, how is she going to, she, she's coming from, you know, being an orphan, her, her mom killed herself, her dad, nobody nobody knows where her dad is, you know, um, Right. she's going through school, you know, she, she doesn't know when she's going to get picked up for adoption, um, and she's playing a janitor in the basement, you know what I mean, so like, she, she has to, she started from the bottom, and I think that's what people, what draws people in, you know, and a lot of people can deal with that right now, because, you know, I think because of this COVID stuff, a lot of people had to start over, you know, so I think a lot of people right. are kind of like they're motivated by their story because you know they some people got to start all over. They lost everything this, this uh, pandemic, so I think a lot of people are just motivated by it. I mean, I can re- relate to it as far as like me playing chess, especially in the inner city. I was pretty much like you said, a loner. Uh, I relate to uh, like when I was a kid. I don't know about you, but when I was a kid. Like, it wasn't really, internet chess really wasn't popping like that. I mean, you had ICC. I couldn't afford no account. So I would get, like, chess life, uh, Michigan chess, the chess magazines, get my board and play over the board. So I could relate to that. Uh, I also, like, related to the experience of, like, going to your first tournament, you know, learning how to, you know, the clocks, the notations. You know, I had that experience. My first tournament, I didn't take notation. I just knew how to move the pieces. Right. Uh far as strictly chess outside of the storyline the chess the opening prep the terminology yeah. you see what i'm saying how they did the tournaments the demo uh the demo boards i mean was it relatable to you what was the you know what i'm saying what, what you saw like okay i've been to the tournament i experienced that or you know what that's just tv it's really not looking like that for example if you like your family knows you play chess with right. expert and you was watching it for thanksgiving or you had a niece or a little cousin he was like well uh uncle cam or cousin cam is tournament chess you know what i'm saying how could you explain it to you see what i'm saying like that yeah like um as far as the show goes like they're you know they use um they use the old notation um descriptive notation you know so uh king you know bishop three you know i'm sorry i'm screwing it up but i mean you know no king yeah. five, four king queen queen, yeah, queen bishop three you know such and such you know um, and also like um, uh, where's my mind going um, she was at a tournament and some guy was talking right I think her her like uh, her crush was like talking to somebody on the sidelines and the, the guy she was right. playing just like like system you know and I like that's happened to me like so many times like or, or I've seen it so many times like somebody's talking during the game and it's like a really intense game and um and I noticed like especially with somebody's losing mm-hmm. they really get like you know somebody starts chatting behind them you know in the background they're like shh you know they, they want them to be quiet because they're really focused on the game like when you're winning you really don't care right you know somebody could just drop a bomb in the middle of the tournament room and you probably wouldn't care but when you're losing you know you really get a upset if somebody started talking and I, and I knew that's, that's that's like a really 
perfect tournament experience, you know? Right. Now, like, regular chess movies, they'll just talk in the background, like, they won't say anything, you know? Right. But I feel like this movie really describes, like, chess, chess, the chess atmosphere. And I think that's because, um, they had a lot of people, like, like, real chess people working on it. Like, I think Gary Kasparov, uh, What's his name? Pandafini, I think. Yeah, Bruce Pandafini. Yeah. So I think uh yeah, a lot of people were behind it. Okay, know. now let me ask you another question. Me and you, well, I know I have, like, and I you heard me tell this story. I went to tournaments like the Chicago Open and went and mm-hmm. spent my last money and was like, didn't place none of that other stuff. It was pretty much like broke the whole summer. Did you feel like did they tackled that avenue of tournament test down because you don't go to tournaments and don't win you see what i'm saying yeah i think that storyline was with her uh, like with her uh her mom like her mom that adopted her right her mom figured out that well she can she won a lot of money in these tournaments you know 500 bucks here thousand bucks here that's a lot of money back in 1960 you know because you work for you know i I wasn't born back then but i would have you know with minimum wage like two dollars an hour or something like that we, yeah we just guessing yeah it's i mean like great. yeah so i mean her mom like basically like was her manager and like took her around to all these tournaments you know because she made a lot of money you know right. now one thing that i didn't like was that and i don't think it's a problem in the movie um but that she didn't lose like often enough to, for me to be honest like at the beginning She's like, she, she's playing in the basement. You know, she's pretty good. She learns pretty fast. Um, and then she's like, she's like a U.S. champion, like two two minutes later, you know? So I'm like, where's like the in-between, you know, like losing and what well, she beats, the, she beats um, the one guy for the state championship. And then um, the next minute she's like tied for the U.S. championship. So, so I need to, I wish there was like some in-between where like, you know, they see her like losing and crying and you know because tournament chess is really difficult like chess is I think probably people probably see that they think that oh I can you know chess is easy you know all I gotta do is just you know play like her and you know I can just be world you know world champion no it's just it's a lot more than that like losing is a huge part of the game and I think they really didn't accomplish that you know Mm -hmm. in the first part of the story Okay, so what do you think about, and after this, I'm going to ask you some more questions, because I know you was, a lot of people is like, high on it. What do you think about, like, coming up playing chess, you had your rivals. Like, when I came up, I had to be compete with Joe, Jimmy, Randall. Did you think they did a good job of showing, you know what I'm saying, her competition through, you know what I'm saying, the whole documentary? Because like you said, you can go to a tournament and she did a lot of winning but when I experienced you always went to the tournament well I could win if I didn't have to play cam or I got there Joe gonna be there it's gonna be a long goddamn you see what I'm saying they said, you know what yeah. I'm saying <laughs> yeah the only competition she had was the Russian guy like the Russian uh war golf or whatever like that's that's her only competition like she pretty much beat anybody who sat down on the board on the board with her you know and that's kind of the issue I had was like but he came off to me, he came off to me like world champion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Top 10 in the world. So another thing I ask you, how strong rate-wise do you believe this character was? 
I mean, 1960s U.S. champion. I mean, that's like Bobby Fischer, right? I mean, what do you I'm like? Just, I'm just saying, if, if if the rush, to my knowledge, and I could be wrong, if he was like what they say top in the world, yeah. If he was top, I don't know in the I, like in the world. Don't quote me on it. How strong was she to compete? You know what I'm saying? And win was she? You see she what had, I'm saying? Yeah, she had to be 2700. I mean, like, and that's so, probably the fastest climb to 2700. You talk about like. That's like Perugia, you know. So this Perugia, is where it gets you know. fictional, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So you put her at 20. Well, let's put it like this. I know, if I'm not mistaken, Roman was top 10 in the world at 2590. Yeah. Boris was like 26 something. So we just going to put her around that area. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to. I mean, like, what do you think? Okay, so you seen the part where um, what's his name, Benny, the guy that wore all black, like he's yeah, he's already well, a U.S. champion, so like he has to be like twenty, at least twenty five hundred, right? Let's just say twenty three. All right, yeah, twenty three hundred. Twenty three, twenty four hundred. That's just say because ratings wouldn't really. Because I don't know if you saw like they mentioned Spassky in the movie, you know, mm-hmm. so Spassky is um. He is, you know, he is, a, you know, he is, he's in the movie, but they don't show him, but they do, they do mention him, you know. Right. So like, there are some other chess people in the movie, they just don't mention him. Right. So, this, I mean, we're not discarding him, I'm just saying, like you said. So, if she went to a tournament and she keeps competing with this guy who's top, that's what I'm saying. So, she had to be GM strength? Sure, I mean, like, She's probably GM strength, like she, I don't know. She, she probably was GM strength when she played in that um that state championship. Uh, you talking about the Kentucky state championship? Yeah, the right? Kentucky. Yeah, like she was probably already like high IM GM strength, like you know. Well, can we say that because the dude she beat was what an expert or a master? What do you say? Like I don't know, like. I'm not sure what his rating was, like 1800. I don't know. There was no, I, I, kind I of believe weird. he was over. I, I believe he was over 2000. I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm not sure. So, okay, one another one of my close friends told me that really he would. He said he liked the show, but he was like, really, Queen's Gambit is really just like Pine Sacrifice. Do you you agree with that? No, I didn't see Pawn Sacrifice. That's that's another Fisher story, right? That's, yeah, that's that's the Bobby Fisher. Yeah, Fisher I mean, how many times are we going to do Bobby Fisher stories, you know? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I think okay, so let me, you know. Okay, well, let me ask you another question then. I know you saw Searching for Bobby Fisher, right? Yeah, I've seen that. Okay, everybody, if you compare Queen's Gabbard to Searching for Bobby Fisher... What are some of the similarities? Which one do you prefer? You see what I'm saying? Oh, man, that's a long time ago, but uh, I, I don't know. What, what is, hmm. Searching for Bobby Fish was about Josh Wakens, I remember. Yeah. You know, the, the prodigy. It had Bruce Pandafini. I think it had Roman. The guy that played Roman in there. If I'm not mistaken, don't quote me because I've had people uh, message me and talking about I'm not, you know, giving accurate information. So, uh, I'm learning to say, don't quote me. 
Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen that movie since uh, I think they showed it to us like when I was in middle school. My middle school club, they they rolled the TV in and showed that. But uh, I don't know. I, I see. I mean, was was he on drugs? I mean, I don't know. Like, I, mean, I think it's a lot more. Know, deep. I think Queen's Gambit is a lot more deeper than that movie. If I, I mean, if, if 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 you really, to me, if you really want to talk about drugs and all that other stuff, and I'm not saying it, the the movie I relate to. Uh, far as chess, and it really didn't have a lot of chess in there. Was fresh. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it comes to fresh and Queen's Gambit, it's like two different. You see what I'm saying? Lanes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm, I'm happy. I like the show. I believe it's going to. Uh, uh, like you said, chess is. You know, with the COVID, the you know the virtual. The Twitch, the stream, I believe chess is uh on the on the upside. But tell me something like that you can relate to far as chess. Like on a scale of one to ten, how accurate was that uh series, Netflix series? Uh I I would say I would give it um I would give it an eight. You know, it's probably eight. Yeah, probably more than other movies. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I wasn't alive in the 1960s, you know, so I mean, I mean, neither, I wouldn't either, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I, well, a lot of people weren't, you know, so I mean, I, I, definitely for the atmosphere, I would give it an eight, you know, I like that they uh, stuck to like, you know, the old clocks, you know, where your flag actually fall, you know, it was, it was really, it made me feel like I was in that time. But I didn't know that time, oh. but it made me feel like, you know, had a grasp of what that time felt like, you know. Nah, don't quote me wrong. She didn't do a lot of studying in that movie. Uh, I mean, she was more like a natural talent. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like she had some books. I think um, the one girl at the beginning, uh, Jolene. I think she like took one of her books. Um, well, you, you didn't watch the end, but like. She, she ended up taking that book that she that, that she lost um, and she like gave it back um, but uh, she did have some books but I mean she mostly did everything mental like looking at the film Cam, you a chess player man you know about study you know about hitting the books playing over positions you know what I'm saying yeah so basically and I'm not don't quote me on this so from this because people could just watch this some people watched it and just say, you know, she was kind of like Bobby Fisher. Bobby Fisher, excuse me, a natural talent. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it came easy to her. And I just want folks that watch it to know, like, you do have special talent. People you just pick it up instantly. But chess is a hard, it's hard, it's hard, mental game. Like you can study. I mean, you know, we know people that have been studying. Buy a thousand books, all that other stuff, yeah. and rate never hit fifteen, sixteen hundred. Yeah, like, like you know, like we go to those tournaments and we, you know, we get dog walk, <laughs> you know, we lose every game, you know. You go home in that car, I mean it's a quiet ride home, you know. Right. Nobody talking. <laughs> oh, oh trust me, I've been there. <laughs> you know, it's it's I've had some I've had some times where like I I just want I didn't want to play anymore. Like I just but sometimes I, I you, you lose and you feel motivated. So like it just depends. Like, and I think that's what the movie's missing. It's like that hard loss, 
you know, where she just gets blown off the board, you know, crushed. Yeah, like annihilated, you know. And you know, you know, one part that I really related to is uh, her friend that she uh, beat in the tournament when he comes back to help her. Yeah. And he comes down, he sees the pills in the bathroom, whatever, and he's packing up and he's like, I'm done. I got to help you. I can't help you no more. I got to go. I think he was saying, take a test to become an engineer because I don't want to be a chess bum. I like remember that. that. That's one of my favorite moments in the movie. Because- I like that because people don't understand chess players don't make a lot of money, but they put in so many hours. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes the hours, even as a coach, is not going to pay off. Put it like this. To me, you're going to put more money in chess than you're going to get out. And I think mm-hmm. they could have showed that uh, more because, you know, it costs to play chess. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Tournaments, entry fees, uh, memberships, hotel rooms, travel. I, I, I really relate. Put it like this. I can relate to that part because I quit playing chess for 10 years. Yeah. And I think, like, to me, they could have went in it. Uh, maybe they could have had another chess player. Just, just, just opinion. Who could have been struggling? You see what I'm saying? And show more of that side. What you, what you think about that? I agree. Like, and and that's that's what I like about this movie. Is like it's a chess movie, but like they don't force everybody to play chess. You know, some people just some people in the movie just don't want to play chess. Like. Like Jolene at the beginning of the movie, like she don't play, she don't want to play chess. Like when she, when she um, got out the home, like she didn't play chess. She was she did pre law, you know. Like right. um, you know that uh, you know the guy she played in the, ch- the state championship. Like he didn't want to play chess anymore. He wanted to be a engineer and work at a store, you know. And then it was the, the two friends she would always see at the tournaments. One kept playing and the other one quit. Yeah. So, like I just don't want because put it like this it's a great show and i I believe whenever we get back to normal it's going to have kids playing chess but like i tell my kids you have to get it from every angle chess costs you know it it costs and i've been there where i couldn't play a tournament because i didn't have the money for example my mom my mom my parents work but when i was 14 15 they wouldn't give me $225 $225 entry fee to go to the Chicago Open plus hotel. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I didn't go to my first Chicago Open until I was grown when I can afford it on my own, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm just saying for me, I couldn't see myself and I'm like, maybe if I was the only sibling, I'm not the only sibling. I couldn't see myself asking my mom or my grandmother, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I need $600, 200 to uh, buy in room and board, food, and all that other stuff. You see what I'm saying? Right. They look at me like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm crazy. So, I related to that part a lot when he was like, look, man, I gotta go get my, you know what I'm saying, my education, you know, my trade, and you know what I'm saying, that other stuff. Yeah, that that was, um, that was, that, I can actually relate to that a lot because, um, you know, I got things going on that I'm doing. You know, and it's kind of sometimes I got to put chess aside, you know, like, man, I want to play these three minute, you know, blitz games, but, you know, I got to do this homework, you know, or I want to, right, I want to do these blitz games, but, you know, I got to focus on my job, you know. So it's kind of, right. it's, it's definitely, a lot of people can relate to that. It doesn't have to be chess, like anything that you're, uh, you're into, like, 
sometimes you gotta just put it aside for other things that are important, you know. Now let me ask you another question. I think that's when he was talking to her, he was telling her like Paul Morphy was crazy or had some psychological issues or whatever, right? Yeah. How many, and like you said, I've heard this, being a chess player is like being a, a stand-up comedian on the road. How many chess players, and I've heard majority of them is off the rocker. Do you agree with that? Uh, I mean, we carry a lot of information. I'm talking about lines, variations in our head. You know what I'm saying? You know, I don't... I think everybody in the world has something wrong with them. And I know that sounds sounds bad, but, like, ain't nobody perfect. Like, you know, and I don't think chess players are any different. You know, you gotta... I'm gonna give you a good example. Like, like Elon Musk. Like, he's the second richest guy in the world, you know? Right. I won't let that guy anywhere near my, my kids, you know? <laughs> you know, so, I mean... Oh. I, I just think... I don't think chess players are any different when it comes to that. Like, we have like a, a passion. You you got to give something up mentally to uh, be real good at it. OCD. Yeah, like so she suffered. She suffered from OCD. Probably, like you know, she doesn't like to lose, and that's you know, we've seen that. We've seen people crowd the board, you know, throw pieces. I mean, I just saw you wig out. You probably saw me wig out. You know, that's that's being uh, a competitor and being, uh, you know, caught up in, you know, the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've done some stuff that I regretted at the board. You know, like I'll I'll be I'll be somebody in the Michigan Open. And I, I like this book, you know, now it's probably, you know, I was a little bit younger, but it's probably something I shouldn't have did. But we into the moment like that. You know, you be you be the expert the first. You know, you be the high rated player, the twenty one hundred. I mean, sometimes you just feel like, yes, I did it. I mean, you know. Yeah, I know. I mean, just think about like when I beat Manus, you was there. That was the first national master I beat. Yeah, I yeah. I People still playing they tournament. I hollered all. You know what I'm saying? Because like I finally had to get that monkey off my back, so I I can relate to where you're coming from. Another question I want to ask you, and it's just my opinion is. Her uh, uh, relationship with drugs. You see what yeah. I'm saying? I know a lot of chess players, you know what I'm saying, that have had battles with addiction and alcohol. You see what yeah. I'm saying? And in my opinion, of like, what role do you think that plays in a lot of chess players? You know what I'm saying? Life. Uh, I mean, like, for I'm beyond, I've heard chess players tell me, man, I play better when I'm high. I play better chess when I'm, uh, you know, drinking. I mean, we're going to tackle it. We're going to be real. Like, what part, you know what I'm saying? Because we're comparing this to real chess. Like, um, yeah, I'm going to be honest. Like, I think it's the same thing. Like, I think it, like other aspects of life, like, you know, you got a test coming up. You have to be doing it. The SAT coming up, you know, I've, I've seen people just pop a few out of raw or something, you know I mean? It's... I think it's all over. I don't think it, I don't think it's specific to chess. You know, I mean, um, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with like smoking weed or anything. You know, some people they want to light up for the game. You know, they, you know, make them feel a little bit better. 
don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, yeah. I mean, we keep it real. I mean, some states marijuana is 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 legal, but I'm talking about me and you know, just that little part they show. They really didn't go into it. You said I'm saying a lot, but me and you know, chess players that have struggled, yeah, with addiction and can't get the monkey off. You know what I'm saying? They back. Do you think like they could have went into that? I mean, it's only so much they can do in the seven-part series, but you know what I'm saying? And I know they're never going to get it 100% right because they're you're never going to get everything told. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Well, I think the, the the drug part, like as far as like the show, it was more prevalent in the beginning. Like, because the first episode, like, right. she like overdosed. She, she grabbed the whole thousand pills and started shoving it in her mouth. And, you know, I don't know how she thought she wasn't going to get caught, but, you know, she, then she fell over. I think then like the as far as like the episode started progressing and she still did the pills and she got better and I think when um her friend left the first time the state champion left that first time you know I, th- I think that's when she started to like realize that you know maybe this maybe this is a problem you know and I think that so let me just having people let me to uh, support you you know is important See, I've, I've, like you said, I'm be honest with you. I've never heard, and I'm just being honest. I've been around, but I've, I've never knew nobody to take like Adderall and all that other stuff before uh, a chess game. That I just, you know, that was like new to me. I know people that have dealt with addiction, you know, far as uh, alcohol, cocaine, crack. But I, you know, what I'm saying that was something new to me, and. I had one of the chess players, you know, from the uh, group told me, yeah, uh, D, some people, you know what I'm saying, do that. It calms them down. It keeps them more focused. Yeah. And that was astonishing to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? So is that a form of like, uh, how can I say it? Like Ritalin? Uh, I'm not an expert in that kind of stuff. Um, is it Ritalin with like, um, you take kids, really you it to like down. kids to calm them down or something. Yeah, yeah, like calm like them down. Like tranquilizer. kind of like the same the thing they, they had in the movie. Yeah. yeah, so one of the chess players told me like, yeah, man, I know chess players that, you know, take that and they calm them down and they keep them like focused, focused, like super in the zone. Yeah. And the players are already strong. You see what I'm saying? So is that like giving them like a uh, decisive edge or a slight edge? Uh... Yeah, I, I I would think so. I mean, it's, I think it's kind of like baseball. Like, you know, you pop some uh, testosterone. You know, you you like Barry Bonds. You know, you're hitting seven hundred home runs a year. Or yeah, but his head got big over the years, bro. <laughs> you could look at the pictures for real from his head. His head got bigger, so you knew he was doing something. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being honest. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, it's, I think it's the same way. Like. You know, you can't drug test at a chess tournament. I don't know how you do that, you know. But, I mean, right. you just got to... It, 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 it's a problem until, until it's... It's not a problem until it's a problem. Like, you, like, overdose. Like, kind of how you saw the movie. Like, you overdose or you, you know, get sick off of them, you know. But, I mean, if, if nothing happens, nobody's right. going to know. I think that's kind of, like, how it went in the movie. Like, nobody really knew besides her like close close friends until she uh until she went in front of everybody and just passed out you know so i mean i think a lot of people do it it's just they haven't really been found yet because 
they take them and then they play the game and nobody knows. You know, it's kind of just a secret thing. Okay, so let me ask you another question. Queen's Gambit is based on a woman mm-hmm. chess player, and we all know women. We know strong women chess players. You got the Poker Sisters. You got Irina Crush. You got Jennifer Shahadi, right? Mm-hmm. Who can you? Even we we know some of it is fiction. Who can you kind of compare that story to? Uh, mm-hmm. The Poker Sisters. I ran a crush. You see what I'm saying? Who? Well, when I look at it, like who who rose to fame, who rose to that level? Like the only person that really rose to that level was well, the Poker yeah. Sisters. Is like to me the strongest. Yeah, like the, they're the only ones that rose to that level. I think Irene Crush is really close. Um, you uh, what's her other name? You uh, no, um, the Women's World Champion. Uh, you you Fang. I'm not. I'm not too fond of her. Bro. I'm not even going to lie. To you. Yeah, I probably messed up her name. Like you know, what I'm talking about though. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, probably her. Like and there's one. There's one uh, chick that's coming up. Uh, what's her name? Carissa Yip. She's really right. strong coming up. I mean. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I don't know if you could find somebody that had that chess background along with, like, the troublesome past. Like it's. I see. I'm, I'm not even talking about we're excluding a troublesome past. We're just talking about women competing yeah. and doing it to that level. Yeah, yeah I would definitely say like the Poker Sisters, uh, like Susan in particular, or Judith, or, or, Judith, like, or yeah. Judith, because I, I think yeah. Judith went to 27. Yeah, right. Which, whatever wants to be. Judith was top. She was top ten yeah. in the world, right? Yeah, Judith. She's okay. a okay. See, I'm going to have to bring you back on because I was going to ask you about another chess movie called Critical... Uh, what did I say? Critical... What's critical, critical Thinking. Moves? Yeah, Critical Thinking. See, we got to watch that and then I got to bring you back on so we can yeah. compare it. Where do you rank this? Serious? I'm going to ask you two questions. Where do you rank this as far as all the chess movies and documentaries made? And in your opinion, if you wanted to see somebody chess story told, who or what chess player or school or program you would want to see it about? Uh, I I, I think I said in the post. I, I think I would definitely rate it the like the best like chess movie. I mean, it's just so popular. I mean, I I've, I've never seen anything chess related be so popular. Like I don't know about you, but maybe since like okay. Bobby Fischer came out. You know, okay. but uh, as far as like my story, um, mm. man, I I, I want to see like a Tom Murphy story. Like I, I think he's a really interesting. You know, I know. You know, you know I, I listen to his podcast. Like, I can see, he's I really can see a movie made about yeah. Tom Murphy. You know why? Because I can see the ups and downs, the hardship. But I got one for you that's probably going to mess you up, and I think. This could be a blockbuster uh, yep. movie. You wouldn't. Even, yep. You ready for this? Jonathan Corblock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, just 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 think about uh, a, a series or a movie about Jonathan Corblock. He's already got a high IQ. He could play. Just 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 think. Just I'm using sex. Just think about it. I you know. 
I'm definitely interested in that because I want to see like how, how like I want to see the hard work he put in to like become so smart. Well, I mean, he's probably already smart. I mean, I mean like just obtain so much knowledge, you know. Jonathan Corbla or Yolanda Swartz, I think them would be the best. I go the best chess, some of the best chess movies, documentaries ever. Because to me, you would get the entertainment, the chess. I, you see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah you, get the, you get the New York chess. You get the New York chess uh, atmosphere, you know. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, I mean, I can see Murphy. Don't get me wrong. I can see Murphy. I can see, I can see Murphy's put like it. Not trying to downgrade Murphy. I can see Tom Murphy being more of a documentary, yeah. but on the big screen, I can see Corbly, Yolanda Swartz, even Jennifer Shahadi, because they switched because she switched over to poker and chess. You see? What yeah. I'm I don't know. She she probably wouldn't be that interesting. I mean, but you, but think about it. Even if she's born on the chess side, which I would doubt, the poker side would be the excitement. I mean, Corbla is borderline yeah. genius, man. Game show, reality show. He's a chess player. I, see, but see, I mean, the thing is, I don't hold, I don't hold, I don't hold poker the same way as I do chess. I, and I know, you know, probably gonna get some dislikes or whatever. But I mean, like, I don't hold poker the same way as chess. Like, people say, "Oh, poker is just like chess." I don't, I don't think so. Like, but listen, but listen to this, Cam. Listen to this, Cam. If you talk about a movie, and it's just my opinion. And I'm older now. I don't believe that you can make a good movie just holding it on chess. You have to have yeah, other storylines. That's I why agree. I think Corbla, Yolanda Swartz, the poker. Because think about it. Poker, the big money, the gambling. Chess, the gambling. That's why I said those players. You see what I'm saying? Let me ask you a question. Would you want to see a, Nak- a Nakamura movie? Yeah. 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 Where was the excitement? <laughs> I mean, all he did back there, back in the day, was play on ICC, right? I mean, he's interested. I would see a movie like that. I mean, we will watch it, but I'm saying, what makes the Queen's Gambit so good is I know people that never mm-hmm. played chess that tunes in to watch it. So it got to be something that got to grab their attention. Yeah, I agree. And I, here's another take: I, I don't think there should be a season two. I think that's just in it right here. I agree because she beat. Yeah, she beat the what, Russian, where right? do you go as far as like the chess? Like she already beat the best player. I, I, I totally agree with you. So if there's a part two or nothing, would they do a spinoff? How can they? Because you you know how it works. How can you keep this chess momentum going? I don't know. They, they probably, I think they put all their eggs in one basket. And that's that's part of the biggest problem too. Like, there wasn't really no build up to like. It was only seven episodes. It was it was a build up, but it, maybe if they had maybe they had it like two seasons where she built up to play uh, the top Russian. You know, they could then they could have it as a season two, but they should have like this. Okay, the first season she get the U.S. championship. Then the second season she get the world championship. And say like the first season, all right, she wins a U.S. championship, but she gets blown out by uh, the Russian guy, you know, and that's kind of like the cliffhanger. Yeah. Like like Rocky, right. like the you Rocky know, 
for now, you know, this is over. Like, I don't, I don't know where you go as far as like season two. It'd be like forcing it. Like, I can't really see a. No, no, I'm not. I'm not going to say that because I think you can do a season two. It may not be successful, but she has to have somebody. To me, if you're going to do a season two, you got to have an upcoming talent that's going to challenge you. That's coming up through yeah. ranks that may put fear in her. Yeah, maybe she can mentor somebody like you know, like Karate Kid or something. You know. Yeah, then she they fall out and now her the, the, the girl or boy she coaching now he coming at her school cap something like that. Yeah, or or maybe like they can do a, you know, like a cold war cold war uh, thing where she plays the Russian guy again, but like it's like bigger like implications, you know, where like America is backing her and you know, like like she really has to win, like you know, I I don't know where to go to be honest, like. I mean, that's why people get paid to be uh, writers. I mean, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think, uh, to me, it's over. And I think the next step, I'm going to be honest with you, and I know his name get thrown around a lot, but I think Maurice Ashley, you have to go, I mean, you have to do something about, you know, Maurice Ashley, maybe Josh Wakens. You see what I'm saying? Because, to me, you done went fictional. Now you you got folks interested in chess. I think you have to do something. Just my opinion. I could be wrong. You want to do something about real characters. You know, I mean, real chess people. Marius Ashley, Josh Wakens. I mean, who was successful chess players? You know what I'm saying? We was coming up. They got, you know, good stories. Hell, you could do one about Daniel Ranch. Or uh, Tan. Tan. I'm just saying, how he stopped playing chess and helped create yeah. chess. I'm just saying. That's what but I like. Like uh, Tiny. You know, that's a good story. Yeah. Well, we we know that's coming. That that's 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 in the making. I mean, we eventually know that's going to come. I mean, uh, I, oh, something else. Um, I think uh, somebody posted uh, on my posted a comment on my post, and they said that they said that it's bad for chess. Like they said that um, you know people that don't really play chess are like controlling the narrative. Like I can't verbatim say what he said, but like. He said that people that um, that don't play chess are like making it popular. Like he's saying like, like that, like the game should make chess popular, not just the show. Like, what do you think about that? I don't agree with that because I've been playing chess all my life, and uh, I never forget when I was uh, I think I was in seventh, eighth grade. I think Fisher, I'm not Fisher, Kaisbrough played yeah. Fritz on ESPN. And I never forget my grandmama telling me this. She was like, boy, if I did love you, because you sat here and her exact words was, I watched two hours of this boring ass shit. I'm just I'm just saying so. I'm, 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 I'm being I'm being honest. But she she didn't understand it because I played chess. She let me watch it on TV. I think chess is one of them games where you you have to have I ain't going to say, like, a trick or something to get folks into it because, let, let's be honest, man. Do you no. watch golf on TV? <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just being honest with you. It's certain stuff that you just can't, like, to me, the reason why poker works on TV is because you get to see the money. You get yeah. to see the people's hands. It's just certain stuff you can't put chess on TV. You could probably put mm-hmm. speed chess on TV. So I think chess needs a kickstart. And I'm not saying, like, a gimmick to get them in. But you you need stuff like and you know what, what works beginners like I think that's the 
the secret of how to get chess popular. Like having beginners play chess. Like you notice, like the Twitch, you know, rising of chess. This it's not Nakamura. It's, it's Nakamura, but like Nakamura's not playing Carlson. It's not Nakamura playing uh, right. Bruja. It's, it's some guy, some random Twitch streamer with a million subscribers playing uh, some other chess streamer with like a million subscribers that, that don't know how to play chess. It's, but who's the Twitch streamer? She's a girl. I think she like 12, 1300. She got all I have no idea. I have no idea. But... Okay. I know she's not no expert, but she got like, I can't think of her name. And she be streaming and uh, donating and all, but she got a whole yeah, bunch like, of followers. But she got a big right, following. Getting like people that don't play chess to play chess, you know. And it's entertaining because the reality is most players are really bad at chess. Like most players are like rated a thousand or more. And I think once people realize Correct. that the the, the the majority of players are rated a thousand or lower, then you can you can bring chess to more people because you know they got they're, they're gonna understand beginner chess more than you know Carlson or you know Eric Hansen or you know. Trust me, I know. I mean, what what is the average rating? What for? It's gotta be lower than that. It's gotta be like the average rating. Like, I don't know. Maybe somebody look it up. But I mean, like, what? I was. I'll probably guess the average rating is like eleven. I, I say about thirteen. Because I'll give you a good example. Like, I'm twenty two hundred on chess.com, and I'm in a ninety nine point five percent percentile. Like that means that that means that point five percent. Only 0.5% of people that on chess.com are better than me. The other 99.5% are worth are less than 2200 That don't even make sense. Ooh, that's tough. I'm 2200 on right. Lee Chess. Like, if you get over 2300 on Lee Chess, you're, you're, like, better than, like, almost everybody. That shows you how big <laughs> Chess is, though. Like, you know. Okay. Okay. So... I'm going to change it for like these last five minutes. I think last time we saw you, uh, you played a, your last match was with who? Against Tim? Uh, what I play? I played Mike. No, no, no you played um, in the Florida match, right? Yeah, I played in yeah, the Florida match. I played uh, his name Mario Crinky. Okay. When are we looking forward to you getting back into playing uh online match? Uh, yeah, this will be a while. I mean, I, I really want to play over the board. Like, I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm tired of online, but you want to go to Indiana? Man, look, yeah, yeah. I ain't oh, trying to be in the white I like, I, I like the guy. You know? <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think that tournament. Yeah, place, but I think he got it. I mean, too. I don't know. It's, it's gonna be next year. I probably won't be any tournament next year. And I, I can't do online chess. Like this is, just, you gotta have five cameras. You know, it's, you know, you know. I mean, it's just, this is too much work. Yeah, one behind you, camera in front of you, like, you know, is it? You gotta go to ICC. Who uses ICC these days? I mean, like, come on. Before I let you go, and I enjoyed this uh, topic with you, I hope to have you on more. Matter of fact, for the people listening, 
people don't know I'm going to have Dexter Thompson. I don't know if you noticed, but I've been talking to Dexter. Uh, we became friends. I know you, I'm not going to discuss uh, mm-hmm. what's going on, but you know what's going on. I've been talking to him every day. He, he wants to come on. I want to have you on there with him. All right. If that's cool. Uh, what I'll be the, uh, I'll be the moderator. You, uh, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it's uh, we, 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 we're uh, on great terms now, so it's not going to be like we thought it was. Uh, Damn, what the fuck I was about to say. George Lee, Safa Boar in the match. Oh, that's a hard one. Um, did they play? Oh. No. And it's, I want this to happen so bad that uh, I, I, I put up $100 so far. I'm just saying in there, you know, because people yeah. don't want to play for free and all that other stuff. But I, I, I want to see good chess. I want to see Safa versus uh, George Lee. I want to see... I know it may not happen. I want to see Gopal, uh, Yakov, Gopal, what about, uh, Josh. What about Mark Hyman if these and George Lee? can happen. Mark Hyman and George Lee. Uh, I mean, I want to see these matches because I'm in a house quarantine. I know people don't want to play free. I donate $100 uh, for it to happen. Uh, Mark Paragua. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. This is stuff I just want to see, but I'm gonna let you close it out. Anything you want to say, I appreciate you. Um, you know, have you know coming on there, talking to him. Anything you want to say? I know. Matter of fact, talk about you giving chess lessons and all that other stuff, man. Because I actually, I got like four or five. Yeah, um, I'm trying to get it together. Um, you know, I'm in between jobs right now. I just started. Um, Another job until my other job opened back up. So, uh, I would say, like, beginning of the year, look out for uh, test lessons. Like, I might do, like, some free stuff and some videos. And I might start out with videos and then do, like, lessons and stuff. But uh, there's some, I think there's some uh, interesting things that I'm coming up with, you know. But I got a question for you. Okay. I got a question for you, though. Okay. So, what do you think about this? What this up, uh, Caribbean Chicago match. Who do you got for that? I, I'll be honest with you, man. Chicago is <laughs> dog stomping the Caribbean. I didn't see Kevin Cupid on that list. I don't. I, I got to go back and look because I'm good friends with Kevin Cupid. But I announced it to the world that I got Orlando Husband. Yeah. I'm gonna do a podcast on that. Orlando Husbands. I got him beating George Lee. I'm going. That's probably going to be my next podcast. I don't know if you yeah, want to sure. do that one. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm down for that. Huh? Just, just uh, after this, just let me know when you're free. But I got Orlando Husbands uh, beating George Lee. I know a lot of people think I'm crazy. I'm just going to say this: Orlando Husbands is a strong, strong brother, and uh, he's lost some tough matches. Like you said, he played Josh Colas twice, and he lost, but they was real close. And I just think he's just due for. Uh, a victory. You see what I'm saying? And pressure bust pipes. And I know George Lee is strong as hell. And I feel like when you're back against the wall, you see what I'm saying? You just gonna, you know, pull it out of nowhere. So that's all I'm talking about there right, until right, the next right, yeah. I think yeah, I think it's gonna be a good match. Uh I'm I'm I mean I do have Chicago winning this uh this entire match, you know. Like they're just battle tested, man. Like 
you know. Come on, man. Like the first match was, I, I don't know what the guy was doing, but you know, Big Pond just. We'll put it like this: We'll see tonight because Daniel Jones, yeah, is playing a, what a candidate master or Fide master. Put it like this: Who, And Remy plays tonight. Let's just say this: Whoever wins, if the Caribbean can win both of two matches, it's going to be tighter. But if Chicago wins tonight, yeah. it's over. Both of them. Yeah, they over. got. Um, Caribbean got to put up something. I mean, they had some really big losses. Uh, they did come back a little bit. Um, Malik uh, Brewery got. Stomp pretty bad, you know, but uh, you know, they gotta have some similar performances, you know, they gotta have some uh 13 2 matches, you know, they gotta, but it's not over, they got a lot more matches, but it's not a good start tonight. Gonna tonight, gonna decide, and matter of fact, man, Caribbean, matter of fact, they we need to link up Detroit, need yeah, to play for, sure. them, for real. I mean, if they, <laughs> if they giving away the booty like that, you know what I'm saying. You know, hit hit us up. We can make that happen, man. Now there's another news. Uh, Steven Jones oh, got his first uh, cage match with him. I'm not giving him no respect for that. And I love Steven Jones. I'm not giving him uh, no props for beating on that young, nice uh, lady. Man up. Man up. Man up. Right, but I like Jennings, though. Like you said, I'm not giving. Matter of fact, I'm not giving Jennings. I love Steven Jennings. That's my homeboy. We talk basketball. We talk sports. He said he got like hook shot jumper, but I ain't giving him no props like that. He got to beat somebody. I think well, you know, that's, the, that's always gonna be my. That's always gonna be my rival. You know, get my props. That's always gonna be my, my rival. You know, this. Huh? You know, that ain't even no competition, bro. You like Jim's <laughs> dog stumped out. He mentioned that one game he though. We played for. Stupid trophy, like that's missing one game. Okay, let me tell you. I'm gonna say this: you versus Steve Jennings is like a fight, <laughs> and you just beat him up the whole fight. He just get one punch <laughs> off, and all he can talk about is that one punch. But he and I see you, and you at home chilling. That's that's you versus Jennings. Like you see that one good shot I got, but bro, you laying up here with hair wrap on your head. That's you versus Jennings. Oh, bro. Man. That's all. I, I, I can't I wait to this over. I would, definitely want to go back to Chicago and just uh, have a fun weekend there. Just you know, we all go together. And just have a like, great weekend there. Just play those games. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Matter of fact, I'm gonna let you go on this one. You and Tim Donahue, man. I think y'all should get it. Yeah, it's a close game. match. Um, you know, hopefully my internet. Um, I, I, man, like I said, like I'm, I'm a, I want to be over the board. You know, once this stuff is, is over, you know, like. I'm so over online, you know. After that happened, I'm just like, no. <laughs> I know, but that's all we got, bro. No. no, that's all we got. But Cam, I enjoyed it. Uh, when you get off this, uh, when we close off, message me. Let me know if you be able to. Uh, we can do the other one. Uh, peace, love. I enjoy y'all. Make y'all. Uh, make sure y'all. Uh, Follow uh, this podcast, support it, share it. All right. Appreciate y'all. I love y'all, and I'm out.